Welcome back to Rebelde Rewatch. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Hortensia. And we are continuing our recaps this week with episodes 27 and 28. Uh, make sure if you haven't already to go listen to Tuesday's episode, because a lot of what we talked about in 25 and 26 um, is going to feed right into today's episode. So if you haven't, go back, listen to that, and then join us here again. Um, so episodes 27 and 28 really do pick up on things that were happening before around um, the Selena Miguel Mia relationship and then around Roberta and Diego and Marcelino. So we're going to go a lot of, into that. And then we do get a few uh, fun like uh, surprises with uh, some unexpected alliances that maybe happen um, in these two episodes. And so, um, yeah, just a lot of continuation from where we left off with the complications between these triangles of people that I mentioned. So where would you want to get started? Should we just pick up where we left off right at the cliffhanger from last episode? Yeah, I think it's important because um, it was a big cliffhanger. Like you mentioned, there's a lot of going on with these like triangles. And so obviously the Mia, Miguel and Selena triangle, it's it's a major one. And in the last episode, Miguel realizes he's he's got to break up with Selena because it's gone too far. He's he doesn't want her to get hurt, but it's already past the point where she's, you know, she's she's just gone. You know, she's kind of very obsessed with him, and also he never meant for that to happen in in a way because he was just, you know, he thought he was just gonna date her for fun and you know also get some information out of her for Mia and, and now about Mia, right? And so now mm-hmm. it's like she's way 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 too serious about this whole thing so mm-hmm. he decides to break up with her but um again in, in a disturbing reaction selena says i'll i'll kill myself like mm-hmm. if you we can't break up like no you can't leave me and so it, it's it's sad and it's scary because you see how deep in this obsession she is and also how she um you know she's not in a good mental state right now like mm-hmm. she has all these things have been happening where she's, you know, in some ways she's grown because she's stood up for herself in, in some areas, but then in others, she's completely dependent on like people and her dependency right now is on Miguel and their relationship. Mm-hmm. And so she's threatening for all this stuff. And then in a weird, um, in a weird moment, she kind of acts like, like, I think she thinks it's like a joke or she decides to like ignore it and say, okay, well, okay, bye. Like, like we're not really breaking up. Right. And I don't know, it was really awkward because it's basically like she's she chose to pretend it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's so, like in yeah. a denial and kind of mm-hmm. just acting like everything's okay. Yeah, so um, again, and I think Miguel is in a really tough spot because he knows like, I mean, now he's scared. Like she's making these threats about killing herself and it's like, this has gone really, really like too far. Like he, you know, he obviously never wanted her to get to that point or like want to hurt herself uh, for him. But, you know, he tried to break up. It didn't, it didn't work. And so now it's like, what are you going to do? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but that's what's happening so far there. Um, and then we go into a couple of other things. So, we also, in last episode, we find out that um, Roberta has been sending Lupita in her place in therapy. And so when she finds out about 
the results, she realizes that Lupita has um, certain issues with her mom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she decides to ask her about it so she's like you know hey let me t- oh let me tell you what the test said so she tells her all the good stuff like a couple of the good things no, well no actually she just starts with like what's what's um what's going on between you and your mom and so lupita's you know for someone who's like always there for everybody she doesn't really want to open up too much mm-hmm. um so she kind of avoids it and she leaves and roberta's a little worried like what did i do to her you know but Thankfully, they do talk about it. Um, Lupita explains that her mom, you know, they have issues because of the way her mom sees her as someone who's supposed to be there to help her with her little sister. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she kind of, it, it's not a like close relationship. Um, and I think Lupita wishes it was, but she, her mom's not the person that's willing to, to do that. So, um she says, I'm glad I have my sister and my aunt. But, you know, it's the first time we really let see Lupita talking about her problems to other people because mm-hmm. she's always the one that's just there to listen. Yeah. She's always supporting Roberta with her crazy schemes and then Mia with whatever she's going through. Yeah. And so it's nice to give her, you know, that chance to, you know, like talk some stuff out because it's just, she's such a good, good person. Um, and she doesn't let the things that happen to her affect how she treats others. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it's it's. I'm sure she like she would like to be able to like share, you know, her own things with her friends. So it's it's nice to see that that they get that chance to to talk and and right at that moment too, um, Marcelino comes in or like because they're all like in the in the lobby or something. They're they're somewhere in the office, I think. And Marcelino shows up and they get onto him like why are you here you're gonna get in trouble or you're gonna get discovered but he says at that point that diego's basically been kicking him out of his his van mm-hmm. because he's taking over and so um they say okay well you can stay in our room for tonight and all that but um roberta decides she's got to come up with a plan to get back at diego <laughs> of course of course <laughs> yeah so um yeah, uh, what else? So do you want to talk about what happens with the professor? Uh, sure. So, uh, you know, we've had a few scenes in previous uh, episodes where the director's wife, Dalia, and him are kind of flirty, um, mm-hmm. which is questionable. Uh, but so she she comes in to find him and he's like playing music and um, she you can see she's kind of just like enchanted by him. Mm-hmm. Uh and so she, uh, you know, brings him coffee and they're talking. Um, and he, she mentions about Vico, right? Like the student who was expelled. And he's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, but you guys all signed. And he's like, well, I didn't sign anything. And she's referring to in the last episode uh, or in the last couple of episodes, Gandia made all the uh, professores sign that they acknowledge and agree that he was going to kick Vico out. Um, mm-hmm. But he, purposely didn't include uh, the professor Maladriaga because he knows he would have been against it right so the professor finds out and now um, he's upset because he's like well I, I wasn't part of that and I don't agree with what was done um, and and I guess I can flash forward like he he later in another scene he confronts the director and is kind of just like I 
didn't agree with this and the professor's like I don't need you to agree with it because I had most of the others do it so it's fine um, so basically it just continues to show us like these two will continue to butt heads they have totally different views on how to treat students um, and we already know like Gandhi is somebody who is you know, his, uh, he's compromising his ethics based on, like, everything else that he's doing with accepting bribes and, and for the professor, like, that's something he, you know, he, he teaches ethics. So he, mm-hmm. he's very much about, like, doing the right thing. Um, and so, yeah, it just continues to show, like, they're going to butt heads. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and that's good because we definitely need somebody on the adult team that is not out you know, to get the kid, like basically not someone, we need someone who's looking out for the kids and also who has a higher sense of, of fairness of, you know, mm-hmm. of, of what's right and wrong, because so far a director has not proven to be that person. And, mm-hmm. um, and we don't have a lot of support for the kids. If it wasn't for a professor, like, um, I feel like they really won't have any alliances with the adults because most of the teachers are just, you know, they're just there to teach and they kind of, aren't that invested in the kids mm-hmm. personally and all that. So he's the only one that's showing that. And it's important because they do need an ally that's an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, so we'll probably, we're going to see more of that. Um, but then what, uh, what's happening on, on the other side of school is that Mia, you know, going back to what the professor told her, he said, you have to find a way to help Vico. Like you have, you know, you're popular, you have all these friends, like you can find a way. You don't have to depend on your dad. And so she's been thinking, how am I going to do this? And she comes up with doing a manifestacion uh, to support Vico uh, being brought back to school and her friends, the friends that are left, you know, because it's <laughs> part of her dance group. She yeah. has no Selena and she has no Vico. So now it's these girls. It's some random girls. I, I know one is Raquel. She's sort of one of the secondary uh, level characters but the other girl I don't know but um, they're from her dance group and so they um, they don't really like they basically don't seem very supportive because to mm-hmm. them manifestaciones are things like poor people do you know mm-hmm. <laughs> they say like you know that's what like I don't know like local people like public like la gente del pueblo or you know like people that are not in their position yeah that's not the kind of things you do and so they sound really like snooty and very um just elitist and so mia's kind of seeing how her friends sound and that's pretty much like how she is like she realizes okay they're they sound really frivolous and that's really how the people she's surrounded with and that's how Mm -hmm. she's always also led her life so in a way i think it's good for her to see that because right now when she needs it um the support they're not supporting her because Mm -hmm. again it goes against what their like their high class you know tells them to do and so I don't know I think it was a good moment to show her the other side of the mirror you know like it's like looking in a mirror like this Mm -hmm. is how you normally look to people (laughs) right yeah well and then they also make it a point of like yeah but Vico was never really one of us because she's a becada right so Mm -hmm. They accepted her because of Mia, but they wouldn't really accept her um, otherwise. And so it just, uh, it, I think it shows Mia the fact that um, I guess most of the people at that school still see, like, there's, there's no place where they would accept somebody who's not coming from one of the like wealthy families as much as she thought she was transforming 
Biko, right? Like, mm-hmm. she's never accepted as, like, one of them. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, so she's going to face some challenges with that because that's her plan. You know, like, if she can't get the support, then how is she going to do what she needs to do? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so meanwhile, at one point, you know, she, she and Miguel have had been having all these conversations too about Selena because they're both really worried. And so Miguel comes up to her again later that day or something and he says um or like he tries to talk to her but then selena shows up mm-hmm. so at this point selena also is you know as we know she's been uh she's mad at mia she doesn't want to be her friend anymore and she's also getting the idea in her that there's something going on between me and miguel because they keep she keeps you know suspecting that and and so she finds them talking and she doesn't like it you know mm-hmm. um, well, i think they keep like running into each other and she keeps seeing them like talking Mm -hmm. to each other so yeah she's starting to get suspicious suspicious yeah so um and then so i want to talk about this funny moment so meanwhile all this stuff is you know kind of on the serious note there's a really funny ridiculous moment in this episode where it kind of takes us away from the serious you know tone Mm -hmm. and all the drama to like this moment of kind of just uh comedy because they're the kids are in class and roberta's you know it's a history class and so the new professora the the older lady she's um trying to teach them about la conquista Mm -hmm. and roberta starts daydreaming and she has the weirdest daydream (laughs) it's like it's like this like whole scene where um they're all like you know uh they're all the natives and then the conquistadores diego <laughs> which was hilarious <laughs> and uh and he's there and then mia is the traitor that falls in love with diego um and they all like take diego and they basically are about they're like sacrificing him or something mm-hmm. um it's just ridiculous but it's funny because i don't know where they come up with these ideas <laughs> yeah but um i mean and they're in full costume and everything so it's just like you know, that they took the time to film this because um, yeah, it was actually at the, at the uh, it looks like it was on, like it wasn't like a set. It's like they're out. At an the actual pyramid. like pyramid. So, yeah. yeah, like in a period, <laughs> pyramid. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they took the time to uh, film all this and, you know, the costumes and everything. So yeah. it's oh, just one budget. of those moments. It's yeah. like they had such a free budget, I guess. They were <laughs> able to do these things, which is so random. But yeah, it's one of those like, the same with when Lupita and her aunt went on that trip to pray, right? Which was uh-huh. just a random thing that happened and doesn't really propel the story. It's just like, we have space for this, so let's do it. Kind of. <laughs> That's yeah. what it feels like. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And it, again, it sort of breaks you away from like what's happening and kind of just throws in this. In, in this case, this one was like a funny moment. Um mm-hmm because it was ridiculous and and funny so then you know roberta gets called on and she's not listening because she's daydreaming and then mm-hmm. so then because of that she has she becomes the teacher's assistant she gets called mm-hmm. up to the front so um but uh yeah so so basically the um after that let me see uh selena okay so selena again she's ignoring the fact that that um Miguel wants to break up and she keeps like I guess like she's just not accepting it she's just going to choose to pretend it never happened and now she's 
giving giving him a camera mm-hmm. um and and she's giving him gifts and he she already knows he doesn't like gifts but she she's just trying to find a way i guess to keep him like oh you know let me give him this let me do this and so he talks to mia and um he says that you know i i think he tells her like he tried to break up right mm-hmm. um, yeah and she says well the thing is she thinks you're perfect like you're when she talks about you it's like she puts you on this pedestal like you're the most amazing guy ever mm-hmm. and so she helps him think of a plan to say basically like maybe you need to stop uh you know like put yourself in a in a way make yourself look like not so perfect you know like mm-hmm. start breaking that that illusion uh, that she has about you and so um i think at this point when they're talking this is when Pilar sees them talking yes. Um, which again, Pilar's always just happens to be spying on everybody. I don't know what her goals are anymore because I felt like for a time when she was putting out the Anonymous, it was sort of to get back at some of these kids and also like just put stuff out for the whole school. But now she's just, I mean, again, there's specific things she's focusing on and she's kind of always around and I don't know. I don't know what she's, you know, if she's going to keep doing these Anonymous letters forever, but um, I can't remember, but it's just like, again, you feel like, okay, this is more ammunition for her to use. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, um, meanwhile, there's this moment, this weird moment to also, I don't remember how, why Roberta is in the director's office, but. It's because of the history class. Like she's still in trouble from the history class. Oh, that's right. So she, well, I think actually she's taking attend- the attendance list to the, to the, oh, okay. to the director. And he says, oh, meet the new student. And it's just like a, it's just the weirdest <laughs> so introduction. Yeah, yeah, because we've been hearing about this new student that's going to start and take Vico's place, right? Mm-hmm. And and so at some point, I remember them saying, el, los papás no son los famosos, él es el famoso. Mm-hmm. So apparently he's like some kind of athlete or um, some kind of like well-known someone in the in in their in their country or whatever but he's um he's well known and and he's like that's why he's there he's a rich kid i guess and and so roberta meets him but she's like oh he's interesting you know like she Mm -hmm. she looks intrigued by like oh okay this guy and he's like a like a buff looking guy (laughs) like he looks like he works out or something i don't know but um he's just that's all we see of him like that's it like nobody else meets him He's not introduced to the school. He doesn't start school. He just happens to meet Roberta in that one office. And he doesn't say anything. They just look at each other. And she's like, oh, you know, like smiles. But it's just random. So, mm-hmm. um, and his name is Joaquin. And I know he's going to be in the school. So he's coming to the, he's going to be part of the class. I just don't know why it was introduced that way. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's really weird. Um, and then meanwhile, with Roberta as well what's happening is that Peppa calls her um, well she's telling I think Luhan about this guy uh, that she saw and how hot he is or whatever she's describing him like oh he's so this and that like I don't know she's talking about how she finds him attractive and so um, meanwhile Peppa calls her and says that she's worried about her mom because Alma's really upset about what she found out about that report uh, but it's really Lupita that doesn't have a mom connection but mm-hmm. she thinks it's Roberta. And so, um, so Roberta doesn't really care. She's not paying attention. She's like, just send her like a stuffed animal and a note, pretend it's for me, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Just do whatever. 
And um, and then we see at that point, Roberta, so she's talking to Peppa when Diego and Giovanni show up. And Diego, being the annoying person he is, he's like, go get me some sandwiches, you know, basically yeah. bossing her around. And, right. um, and it's just annoying because it's like, ugh. but she's just playing along because she has to. But then she, in another like comedic moment or whatever, she decides to get him back by spitting in his sandwiches. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, Roberta. I mean, oh. yeah, he deserved it in this case. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's like more funny, you know, like they're, 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 it's like Roberta's going to do stuff, but she's still going to find a way to kind of like say, I still have one up on you, you know? Right. Like right. you think you're bossing me around, but you don't know what I'm doing <laughs> to, you know, to you too. So, um, yeah, so um, I think that's it. And then, meanwhile, you know, Mia's still upset because her friends didn't support her. And the only person who's on her side is Lupita. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but you can't help me because you're a becada and you could get in trouble too. And in a way, I'm glad that she says that because it goes back to show how they all get that. You know, we talked about how the, the status is and that they, the becados never really fully like belong they're always kind of treated as disposable mm-hmm. um and and mia knows this because i mean this is something they all know like if lupita if mia does something it's more likely that she won't get as big as big in as much trouble as like lupita who's a vecada right mm-hmm. and so um so right now they really don't have anybody as allies that can help her yeah, so one thing that happens is that Luhan walks by and sees when Lupita's talking to Mia and kind of like comforting her. And I'm not sure why it, you know, it kind of draws back on past episodes where Luhan disapproves of Lupita's friendship with Mia. So later on, they're all talking her, uh, Lupita and Roberta, and she's just kind of being like really snarky and mean about, you know, your friend Mia and, um, you know, go with your rich friend and kind of basically saying like you you're not really our friend or we can't really trust you because you're friends with Mia um, which she has done in the past and uh, it's kind of just like she doesn't see how Lupita can be part of both groups um, and so she's just going to be like rude to her and mean to her even to the point where Dorita's like come on Luhan like let it go mm-hmm. um, and so I, I don't I I and I don't like Luhan in those moments I'm like come on just let it be but I can understand maybe like where she's coming from of like you know we we're constantly like fighting against those people how can you be on both sides uh, mm-hmm. of the coin so yeah I don't know it's just interesting I I completely agree with you because I think it's it's not it's it sucks because again it's Lupita who's super nice to everybody like you don't want her to be hurt because Luhan is pretty mean <laughs> But mm-hmm. at the same time, I can understand her point because you're right. It's it's like if you're friends with Mia and her group and you're friends with us, like how can you be okay with the way Mia and her group treat us? Mm-hmm. You know, because there's certain things that they do and how they behaved. And it's the same like the other way, you know, like the way that Roberta behaves towards Mia. It's almost like how can you be on both sides when you know how they each treat each other? And so it's like you're mm-hmm. basically okay with the behavior like of right. this and, and so I can see Luhan's point but I feel like she does have a certain way of expressing it that can seem a little too attack like it's attacking Luhan and it's a little bit you know aggressive and 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 again at the end of the day uh, Roberta 
um, who is normally like that type of of personality, she doesn't treat Lupita like that. She understands Lupita is who she is and she's going to be friends with everyone and she kind of just accepts her as that is who she is and I'm not going to try to change her which I think is interesting because again in most cases I feel like Roberta would be acting like Luhan right um but yeah and so and 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 to that point too uh Roberta says you can join our dance group you know because you're not in the group anymore since Mia didn't make it or oh because at some point they find out like when they find out that Mia's not like her group didn't get picked like that means Mia's not the only one that didn't get picked like her whole group didn't get picked and so mm-hmm. um so at this point like Lupa, Lupita's out and so Roberta was trying to include her in their group and that's when Luhan is like no you know yeah. and um so yeah so it's tricky because even though they're friends there's that layer of like Luhan doesn't completely trust Lupita mm-hmm. um in some cases so yeah but um so so also what's happening meanwhile is that um Miguel has started because he's taking Mia's advice and he's trying to figure out how to end it with Selena. Like he starts acting mean to her, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of also weird to see because he's usually nice to her. And so he just starts acting like he's not interested. Like he kind of responds to her rudely and all this stuff. So she's just, I don't know. She's, she's confused, but she's also not willing to understand. I mean, like accept what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point, Pilar, again, who saw me and Miguel talking, uh, you know, at some point she's going to tell Selena, I saw them and that's going to lead to more drama. Um, but it's 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 like we're starting to see there's real desperation, I feel, coming from Miguel. Like he's really trying to find a way to, to end this relationship, but Selena just won't let it go, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's sad because that's, her again showing how she doesn't have a lot of self-confidence because she can't think that at this point she's just being very um you know it's it's, it's like she's not taking her self-worth into consideration she's mm-hmm. she's she's putting all her like uh, like she's only valuable because she's attached to people like she's valuable when she's attached to Mia or she's valuable when she's attached to Mia and so like she needs to step away from that but she's not seeing it um mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, so another thing that's happening also is, so as we also recall from earlier, Diego has been taking over Marcelino's van. And so apparently Roberta's plan, when she decided she had to come up with a plan, is to record him rehearsing. And so as we know, Diego's not supposed to be playing music, right? Like his dad's mm-hmm. against that. He's... Uh, doesn't like music he doesn't feel like it's something you know someone like them should be into like it's not you know I don't know anyway so I think she's planning to use this recording as leverage you know to mm-hmm. to then later say look what I have and I can send this to your dad or I can show it to you I don't know something because obviously it's if he has to hide to rehearse and to play and to sing and do all the stuff that means he doesn't want anybody to know or you know like for sure his dad to know and so I have a feeling that's what she's planning in her mind. The reason to record this. Um, yeah. So she has uh, Marcelino hide a tape recorder in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I guess we'll see what she does with that later on. But um, the other thing we find out about Roberta is that she 
it gets asked to go back to therapy um Mm -hmm. and so obviously she can't let them know that who she really is so she has to go ask Lupita for help and she's you know like I'm sorry about Luhan but can you still help me with this thing (laughs) and so yeah Lupita's like yes you know because Lupita's always helpful and always sticks with her friends um but while they're having this conversation about like helping her with the therapy um Lupita also tells her about Mia right because she is her friend and she's just like yeah you know like because she's she also has a lot of pressure going on because she's trying to do this protest for Biko and Roberta's kind of like protest really Mia like she just can't imagine Mia yeah. <laughs> caring that much or or being that um bold to do something like cool. that right that's yeah. more like her her type of reaction that she would have yeah it's so funny because she's she is kind of almost like a little bit impressed and intrigued mm-hmm. you like you can mm-hmm. see it in her face where she's like what you know because you're right like this is not at all something Mia Colucci would do it's it's like what is this all about and so um what what ends up happening is that she decides, you know, to kind of go over to work. Mia Mia's actually working on the signs because nobody's helping her. Mm-hmm. So she's working on some signs that she wants to use for her protest. And Roberta comes in and says, you know, hey, by the way, uh, the the teacher wants to know if you want your spot back in the dance group because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, you know, like basically saying like she wants you back because, you know, she said it's not the same without you being there, blah, blah. But Mia's so preoccupied with, her manifestate her manifestation that she's she's just like oh I don't know you know she's not thinking about that at this point but um mm-hmm. Roberta starts reading her signs and I think this was just Roberta's way to get in to see what Mia's doing because she's yeah. really intrigued and so she's like what are you working on what's all this and she says oh well, I'm trying to just, you know put this protest together to Vico and 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 Roberta starts laughing at her signs because they don't make a lot of sense and and then Roberta's like it sounds like something you see on Primer Impacto or something like that and then Mia's like that's where I got it from you know and, yeah. and it's it because funny. again this is way out of Mia's like world you know she's not used to this kind of stuff and and she only sees what she sees on TV about manifestaciones and stuff so she you know it looks like Roberta and her actually have a good little moment of like working together like Roberta says well look let's try to do it this way and you know it's nice to see that because mm-hmm you know for fans we all know that like they're just they're they're so they're so such opposites but they're also like think of all the good they could do together because Mm -hmm. uh, you know their personalities clash but they're both powerful in their own way and um doing stuff together is just it's just nice to see that first moment (laughs) yeah for them to to kind of like put their differences aside and, and work on something um but then Roberta gets called away um, because something's happening in the in the the main office. Oh, so what happened is that because she told Lupita, "Can you help me with these terapias?" Mm-hmm. Um, so she thinks, you know, like she she sent Lupita off to do them, but then I think Alicia comes in and says yeah. says like, "Hey, they've been waiting like the." the therapist has been waiting for you for like half an hour yep and so Robert's like wait what because she knows Lupita wouldn't bail like she wouldn't she wouldn't not go and so she's not sure what's going on so she's she's called out to go um and then meanwhile so 
what happens next is we get to the end of the episode. So do you have anything else that you have you want to talk about before we get to the very end? Or uh yeah, just you mentioned like Bilad is gonna talk to Selena. She doesn't say like I saw them. She she pretends like another anonimo came out that saw me and Miguel talking to each other. Um and of course Selena has already been angry and suspicious about their relationship. So this just kind of confirms like that there must be something going on between the two. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why Pilar did it that way. Like, couldn't she easily have just said, hey, I, I wonder if it's, you know, because she's trying to stay out of it. So it looks like she's not starting trauma. But I wonder why she didn't just say, hey, by the way, I saw me and Miguel talking. It's it, She had to make it this, like, anonimo. Like, yeah. And it's also weird because I don't know how widely circulated this anonimo was or if she just specifically went to selena and like read it to her only um and so just like the question of what is bilad getting out of this like i know you want to get back at these kids but it's different from releasing like secrets to the school to then now just like wanting to cause drama to cause drama yeah exactly um so yeah i have no idea what's going through her head but but it's enough to basically you know really makes Selena angry because she's already seen Miguel, Miguel and Mia several or a couple of times you know kind of mm-hmm. talking and she knows they're talking about her because mm-hmm. she asked Miguel at one point like we're all talking about me he says yes and you know and and it, she's clouded again by her all her her thoughts of what's happening and she's thinking you know in a, with with jealousy and, and everything so at the very end the last thing we see is she comes into so Selena's work. I mean, um, Mia's working on her posters, and Selena comes in and she basically attacks Mia. Yeah, because she they thinks Mia. Yeah. yeah, they start fighting because she thinks Mia wants Miguel. So that was a very dramatic end for this episode. <laughs> Yeah, so. so it kind of takes us straight into episode 28, so we can pick up right there where we left off, where Selena is fighting Mia. Um, in the classroom yeah so she fights Mia and she's pretty much kind of like because she came in sort of charging at her she kind of has her pinned to the ground mm-hmm. and she's pulling her hair and she's you know and Mia's like not my hair like ah you know she's she was caught completely unaware like what was going to happen and so um, I mean plus I don't think Mia knows how to fight but it's it's also where one of those things where she just kind of got pinned so she's she's just trying to defend herself at that point mm-hmm. Um but then the prefecto comes in and finds him. And so he breaks him up or whatever. Um, but so, but Mia's really like, <laughs> here's the thing with this. I'm, I'm confused, like how, how Mia's reacted to this. So Mia's really mad because Selena attacked her. Mm-hmm. And because Selena, you know, is fighting against her because of Miguel. And at some point she's talking to, you know, because she's, trying to fix herself and you know she she got attacked basically right but she even tells the the girls that she's talking to about how um it was like having a sumo wrestler on her mm-hmm. and i'm like wow like i get that you're mad at selena but like she's your friend supposedly your friend like you mm-hmm. you're so quick to turn on her because now she's attacking you but here's the thing with with this too i think when 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 selena got really upset about what mia did to her Mia mm-hmm. couldn't understand, like, why are you so mad at me? Like, don't, you know, just not, again, not putting herself in Selena's shoes. And now Selena's, you know, attacking her. And so it's almost like, again, 
she can be mad at Selena to this level. But when mm-hmm. Selena's upset, it's not valid or something, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I think it, it speaks, again, we've talked about how Mia, although she has, she has a kind heart at times, is still very self-centered and has her ideals of what good and perfection are. And, and she does think the world revolves around her. So it's okay for her to get upset about whatever she's upset about, but not necessarily okay for others to have their reasons to be upset at her. Um, And she doesn't necessarily always think like she's at fault for her actions. So I think, you know, that it calls on that. And then it, it just shows that um, there is this, this uh, like stigma or this um, she is an accepting of, bodies who don't look like hers right she is mm-hmm. she does have uh issues with fat people and just because um just because now selena's being you know obsessive about miguel it doesn't cloud the fact that she was a bad friend to her in the whole dance audition thing and um that never got resolved um in the right way so i think it's just show it it probably at the time that it was made in 2004 um it probably wasn't meant to be a big deal about like oh you know Mia's upset at Selena because now she's being mean to her and so she makes this comment about like her being a sumo wrestler but the way that I interpret it now is just like it was okay for for you to be fat phobic um especially like when they're not your friend and and there's nothing wrong with just like slinging around those insults. Um, and really, it, it, like the novella just reflects like the attitude of society at the time, which was, it was against, it still is very much against like bodies that are not size zeros, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it, it speaks to a whole lot larger issues um, without intending to, I think yeah yeah no definitely so so yeah so it was again that that's how we're seeing it and unfortunately because again as we talked about in these past episodes um they're painting selena to be the bad guy Mm -hmm. uh, because we're obviously like the the audience is all on no like you at this point you're you're probably you know your team mia or team roberta or team whatever you know like you're you you've picked characters that they've shown are like our main characters and 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 so it's it's almost to the point where like you're always rooting for them right in some way or another and and so unfortunately for selena like they're painting her to be the bad guy when there's a lot of things mia has done or hasn't done to help Mm -hmm. or support her friend and so but we're not seeing all that we're not getting that addressed it's all about right now they've turned it into this drama about them fighting for this boy and you know all this stuff and so it's and it's like selena's the one who's being unreasonable yeah so it makes you it it makes people not like her because she looks like the one that's attacking mia and all this stuff so Mm -hmm. um yeah so speaking about selena like she um so i guess you know they don't really get in trouble again not sure how it all went down because i'm not i'm thinking if anybody else had gotten in trouble like they would have been taken to the office, but they they don't like mm-hmm. you know. I guess it didn't, it didn't go to anything else major. Like they're just 
um, they just resume their, their, their stuff. And so Selena sends me a laptop, um, again, still very much like not, um, understanding that, you know, he's, he's trying to, she's trying to break up with you. She doesn't want to hear it. And at some point, because he's been trying to, you know, he's being mean to her and all this, she's interpreting it as, which is also very, you know, very sad moment. She's interpreting it as maybe he's breaking up with me because I won't have sex with him. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an awkward moment. It's sad because she's doing anything she can. She thinks like, this is probably why he doesn't want me. This is probably, and, and so she's even willing to go there, like put herself out there, like to that point, maybe she's not even ready, but she's just thinking like, this is what I need to do to keep him. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, Miguel is not a jerk about it because some guys may have been and just taken advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. But he does care about her in his own yeah. little twisted way of like how he started this relationship. He's not, she was never meant to be one of his victims. And so he doesn't want to hurt her. And he's not, he tells her like, this is not what I meant. Like, I'm not, it's not about sex. It's not about that. It's like, we just need, you know, I care about you, but as a friend. Mm-hmm. and he really does like at this point he really does care about her as a friend and he doesn't want to see her hurt but he knows that he's contributed like he's created this mess mm-hmm. and so he's trying to figure out how to get out of it but but it's really like a big problem now because all these things are happening and and you know she's she's threatened to kill herself you know now she's offering to you know sleep with him all these things and and so it's kind of like shows to how it's just kind of gone out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, like, get out of here. Like, she's, you know, she feels really vulnerable and, like, embarrassed and everything. So she kicks him out and he leaves. Um, but it, it's just, I don't know. It, it, I think, again, she's, they're playing up her character to not be likable mm-hmm. because of all the things she's doing. And then at some point, she confronts me again. Because mm-hmm. her and me are now really like at this point, they're really not friends at all. Like they've gone to a point where they're they're both just like now insulting each other. Yeah. And and she when she sees her Mia, she sees her in the room, she says, like, oh only the only reason people are friends with you is for convenience. And no you have no one. Your mom is dead and your dad is gone, never around, and the only people that care about you are the servants, and that's only because they're being paid. So right. she really does kind of like just stick that knife in you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so mia's like <laughs> you know again it's left us to it leaves us to feel bad for mia because you feel like whoa that was a low blow but again like sometimes you realize like there's all these like underlying issues that they need to like address and mm-hmm. right now they're just angry they're they're lashing out at each other because neither of them really have talked like they don't they're not talking they're just angry there's a lot of emotions. And so um, now they're just trying to hurt each other in different ways. Well, and again, they're, they're making a, Selena more of the aggressor. Mm-hmm. And so it's more like she's hurting Mia, you know, mm-hmm. because of what she's doing or, or saying. And I think it's played that way because, again, we're, as the audience, are supposed to be on Mia's side, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So it's all, it's all like going downhill with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And meanwhile, we don't hear a lot about what's going on with Vico, but we do hear Mia talk to her at one point, and she says just quickly that, like, she got kicked out of her house, and so you have to wonder, like, 
where's Miko staying? Like, mm-hmm. where is she? You know, she's got some serious problems going on too. And, you know, as much as there's a lot of drama going on at the school, like some kids have some other like deeper issues to deal with. Like now she's like homeless. Like, where is she? Yeah. I don't know if she's staying with her dad. I know her parents are separated, but I mean, we never really hear at that point. She just says, I, I got kicked out of her ha- out of my house mm-hmm. by my mom. And so you wonder like, well, like what's going to happen with Rico? But yeah. And uh, it's like on Gandia, right? Cause he's the one who sent her home and we're, I, we don't get information on where she is. She seems to be okay, but it's also just like, well, if she can't live at home, where is she staying? Um, and yeah. hoping that she's okay. Yeah. So, um, so let's move on to a couple of other people that are having other dramas. Um, so, meanwhile, when so in the last episode, when Roberta and Mia had their little moment of of being nice to each other, um, mm-hmm. when they were working on those posters. She gets Roberta gets called because got called away since um, she basically like was supposed to be in therapy, right? And yeah. so she finds Luha, I mean, uh, she finds Lupita and she's like, Hey, you're supposed to be in therapy right now, and uh, they've been waiting for you. And so Lupita's like, Oh, I'm sorry, it's because you never told me what time, like, yeah. <laughs> you just didn't give me the details. And so it's like, Oh, that's what happened because you wonder what happened, you know? And so she's like, Let me go real quick. And so she runs off and Roberta thinks she took care of everything. She's like, oh, it's great. You know, <laughs> she goes back. Good. It's all good. I keep I keep fooling everybody. She goes back to her dance rehearsal or with her group. And she's talking to the girls about how it's no fun anymore because Mia's not there mm-hmm. to bother. And so yeah. we realize like she really just just like to cause like stir the pot, you know, like she just wants to like bother Mia because it's fun to her. And now it's no fun, even though she does like dancing. I think part of the lure was to get back at Mia. Yeah. Um, uh, but what happens is that while she's there, um, she gets... So, so meanwhile, while she's there, Alma actually has shown up to the school to be part of the therapy mm-hmm. session. And when she sees Lupita, she's like, this is not my daughter. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. Uh, like, dun, dun, dun. The plan, the cover's busted. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, my God. For a second, I thought, is is Alma going to go along with it? Because now she'll realize uh, Roberta's been lying. Mm-hmm. But no, she she says, like, no, this is not my daughter. And so basically, Roberta gets called to the office. And Gandia is really mad. Like, and, and I I mean, it's like everybody's mad, you know, because the, the therapist is mad. Um, everybody's mad at her. But you know he's just I don't know at this point you feel like okay she's gonna get expelled you know Mm -hmm. um and poor Lupita she's in trouble and she you know Roberta's trying to cover for her and say no I forced her to do it I threatened her because she doesn't want Lupita to get in trouble yeah uh but Lupita is trying to say like no I I agreed to it like I went along with it um so I don't know it's really tense but then Alma says like let me talk to you by, by ourselves like to Gandia right and so I don't really like how they handle this but I can see why they do it because mm-hmm. Alma has to basically use her sex appeal and their history to kind of like distract him from his anger and talk up his ego and sort of get him off of the cliff of like shoving you know Roberta off the cliff like 
mm-hmm. like because he's ready to he's he tells her like you don't have any boundaries you don't have any rules like she she does whatever she wants which is true um she lets Rebecca get away with everything and um and I think he's he has a point but mm-hmm. you know uh Alma's trying to do anything she can to save Roberta from being expelled so she kind of you know talks up his ego and says you know he, she sweet talks him and and again I hate that she has to use that like kind of you know like a very stereotype type of thing where it's like you know use your use your sex appeal use use that like that sexual tension because they had and I don't think it's coming from her like she no longer cares about him but yeah, he yeah. still as we've talked about he can be a creep sometimes so he still has uh like those moments where he acts kind of inappropriately and he even says I think like I should have does he doesn't he tell her something like I should have like stayed with Left you my instead. wife yeah yeah he's like I don't know why I didn't leave my wife for you and she's just kind of like Ugh. yeah <laughs> like, and she's so... over it but she has to be like oh yeah but yeah. so she she pivots the conversation she's like yeah but now y'all have your beautiful daughter right like <laughs> yeah she tries to like get it off away from her like from him being like I should have been with you and yeah. so it's a it, it I get what you're saying yeah I I agree it is uncomfortable and it is stereotypical of like a woman having to use her you know sex, her sex appeal to appeal to a man at the same time it's like well as a man don't be so dumb right like yeah if, if, if you're gonna give us that word that's at our disposal then that's on you like um because she's not promising anything she's not you know taking any she's kind of just flirty and kind of just like oh you're so smart and you're so handsome and flattering him and that's on him if he buys into it so um, yeah well and it, and it goes back to show again how he is because we've seen that he's someone who's not very um who he has all this authority because he's the director of the school but he's also not like no one takes him seriously he's someone who's easily now influenced by you know uh now he's being bribed and he's just kind of someone who doesn't have the best track record for like ethical behavior and stuff so mm-hmm. you just start seeing that he's easily convinced like again if you know how to play up his weak spots yeah then you can like get to him and i think that's what she's doing she's using up using the spots she knows which are like appealing to his their history and his lack of i don't know just willpower or whatever like making him feel like you're the man you know and Mm -hmm. he needs that like for an ego boost like he's someone who needs that kind of stuff and so she's doing that because that's the way she can convince him you know again kind of bring down that anger and basically get another chance for Roberta Mm -hmm. and so but but what he says does kind of stay with her in a way because she the next thing we see is that she'll she goes to the room to talk to Roberta and Roberta, again, I don't understand sometimes what her deal is because she's really mean to her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she treats her really badly. She disrespects her. And her mom has not really done anything to her. I don't know what where that anger comes from. I think mm-hmm. it's, again, from her issues of feeling second, like second best or in second place when it comes to her and her mom. But because, again, she feels like her mom always takes like everybody likes her mom more than her and i don't know it's got to be from there because she's just really mean to her in this episode and and so i think it takes that for uh, for alma to kind of snap and 
and realized she hasn't gone too far. And she set some boundaries. Like she she says, like, I'm gonna take away your credit cards and I'm mm-hmm. gonna you're not you're gonna come home on the weekends now. Cause I don't I don't think she had been going yeah. home. Because she'd been doing all the Marcelino stuff. Yeah. And so she's basically gonna have a, a little bit more of a strong hand on her. I don't know what that's gonna look like because Alma's she caves in so easily, no, but <laughs> but at least she tries to like set some limits um, with Roberta, and Roberta's mad, of course, mm-hmm. you know, because she's used to getting her way. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing that Alma does so after she talks to Roberta, she goes and finds Lupita, uh-huh. and kind of just like apologizes on Roberta's behalf for like putting her in the middle of this. And Lupita's like, no, you know, I was just trying to help a friend. And, um, but what Alma does is kind of talk to her about, now that she knows that the therapy report was about her and about her relationship with her mom, she kind of just starts talking to her about that and just like, are you sure, you know, sometimes kids judge their moms wrongly, like the way that Roberta does with her. Um, And maybe your mom does care about you. And Lupita kind of just tells her, you know, her side and just like, I wish we were closer, but, you know, um, my mom doesn't come visit me and she, we're, we're just, we just, we just don't have that relationship. Um, so, I mean, I think it was uh, nice on Alma's side that she, you know, she cared about Lupita enough to go find her and address um, what was in the report because Lupita does have, um, you know, underlying issues with her mom that, and it, it was just nice for her to be able to talk to it to talk to somebody about it because mm-hmm. um, she doesn't always get to do that yeah no I agree I think that was really great on Alma's part to you know not just focus on what's going on with her and Roberta but to take the time to talk to Lupita and, and be sort of like that like a motherly figure to her in that moment and just mm-hmm. say hey you know you know give her that perspective and, and also like just listen to her because again we don't get that a lot where Lupita gets people to listen to her you know she's always mm-hmm. the one listening but yeah. but it's nice for that so um yeah so meanwhile while all this is happening with all the people here um Diego and Giovanni are and Tomas are in their room and we see uh that apparently Diego had requested for Tomas to be moved from his room mm-hmm. and so it's awkward because he's just like he's just finding out through when they get rejected but we really haven't seen a lot of that interaction with like what's happening now with Tomas and Diego and Giovanni. Like it's obvious they still are sharing this room. So it's mostly, I guess they're just ignoring him, mm-hmm. but it's, it's kind of like, you don't, it's almost easy to forget that whole incident happened, but yeah. you know, it's moments like these that kind of remind us like, Hey, they're still, you know, they're not friends. Tomas is still hanging out somewhere. He just tries to avoid them, I guess, you know, um, because now it's like all about Diego and Giovanni. Mm-hmm. their little click um yeah but another thing that happens is that um so Roberta has finished working on the signs and she takes them to Mia mm-hmm. and so it's another like nice little moment between them that's like a peaceful moment <laughs> yeah um and Mia's like thanks for helping and she's like I didn't do it for you or for Vico because obviously she doesn't like them mm-hmm. but she says I don't like 
you know, las, las injusticias, like, mm-hmm. and that's just, that's the Roberta that I, I feel like is her main point. And that's why it's always hard for me to see her. But as we talked about before in other episodes, like, it's hard for me to see her other layers when she can be so mean, like making cruel jokes, you know, mm-hmm. because she's someone who fights for like, stands up for people. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like, just again, it's one of her layers. So, um, so thankfully in this one, she's being nice to Mia and there, uh, she says, you know, this, this will help you, but I can't be involved because I mean, she's been in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so thankfully Mia's like, no, 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 I, I get it. And, and it's all on me. And in, in a way it's true because this is all Mia's idea. Like, you know, if anything goes down, it really should be Mia taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. But we've seen Mia do that before where they've gotten in trouble and she does take responsibility for her actions so that's good you know like she knows that if something does happen she's gonna get in trouble but she's willing to risk it right yeah so yeah then we get a a random scene in the class in the lab class that they have the science class um and the professora is like walking around the different groups and asking them for their projects um, that they were supposed to complete and the first group that she stops with is selena and mia because they were partners they used to be friends and so uh what's interesting what's funny is that selena's like oh uh we didn't do it mia says we didn't do it we forgot and selena's like i tried but she just never you know listened to me and so <laughs> it's funny because the professora's like oh i know mia's always in charge so I, she believes Selena. Like that must mm-hmm. mean that Mia didn't do it, right? So she gives Mia a zero, <laughs> and it's just like Selena's doing it on purpose because she's no longer her friend. But it shows that because you have always pulled the strings, like now it's backfiring on you because now they're, yeah. they're assuming that Selena's telling the truth about you, um, even though you're, you know, she's obviously lying. But it's just funny. And so then <laughs> Mia's upset because she got zero. Um, so then she goes to the next group, which is Theo and Roberta. And Roberta also hasn't paid attention. Like, she forgot she has an assignment. She's been so busy with her dance and her mom issue and all the other stuff. So mm-hmm. she has not done anything. And she's trying to, like, talk out of it and, like, oh, you know, like, we had a lot of work to do. But then Theo surprises everyone. He's like, oh, yeah, we did we did the assignment. Um, and he turns it in. And apparently it's a great you know, he did a great job. Uh, so the professor was like, well, who did it? And he's like, we both did. And he covers for her. And um, we're just left to assume like he's covering because he's being nice, but also I think because he's still trying to figure out like what's going on with him and Roberta. So so basically he covers for her and they get points and they get their, their assignment done. Yeah. Yeah, you have to wonder like is they'll you know he's he's still not sure he tries to stay out of everybody's business right Mm because he's always picked on but there's whatever kind of relationship they have you know it's like there's 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 more of a connection right now with him and Roberta than he has with anybody because he really does well I guess in his like roommates because he does talk to just barely he talks to Miguel and and Nico but I mean at this point it's almost like if if Roberta can be a, his friend or someone else for him, that's great because he really does stick to himself mostly. So I think it's like him being being kind of interest like intrigued too by like 
what is why did Roberta lie about us and and does she want to be my friend or does she like me? what is this you know mm-hmm. like he's just not sure what's going on and and so it works out for Roberta's benefit but um but yeah but I mean I think it's nice to to have for someone like Theo who is always picked on it's nice to have Roberta as an ally, an ally mm-hmm. because you know if you're her friend I think she would defend you and so mm-hmm. it's also nice that they're kind of laying that foundation for her to start caring about Theo because he could have thrown her under the bus, you know, and said like, oh yeah, we didn't do it or I did it myself. And, but he didn't, he covered for her. So it's like, it, it, I feel like it, it starts to earn him points with Roberta, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Um, because he's a, he's a good guy. Um, So meanwhile, also what's happening and they don't really, we don't ever hear anything about this later, but somebody, one of the Logia members sets a fire in the locker Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of left to wonder whose it is. I don't think it showed whose. I don't know if it's Miguel's or Nico's. Um, but it's it Nico's. Was it Nico's? I think so. Okay. Well, it's basically like showing that they're still messing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we don't really get anything else from this from f- about that in this episode. So mm-hmm. it, it'll probably just be something they come back to in future episodes or something. So, um, but it's it's pretty again pretty dangerous like i'm like why are they setting fires and doing stuff like ah this logia so anyway <laughs> so speaking of bad guys somebody enters the picture yeah so um at this point for some reason bustamante shows up uh diego's dad and we don't really know why but apparently diego called him so you know he's on the campus on the school campus and and meanwhile diego's talking to mia He's with Mia and Giovanni, and they're talking about how Mia's trying to get their support in her protest. And so uh, Giovanni's like, yeah, sure, of course, I'll help you. But Diego won't because Vico is the one that cheated on him. Mm-hmm. But Diego's just like, whatever, I don't even care anymore. And he's trying to play up like the good guy, even though they both know they are the causes for all this mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, he even kind of acts flirty and invites Mia out for like, on a date or something and she just kind of laughs it off but I think Giovanni the way Giovanni looked it looked like he was kind of like what's that about I'm the one that likes Mia so (laughs) that kind of caused a little bit of jealousy there so anyway after that Diego goes and he finds his dad and and his dad says like hey I'm here because you called me and and Diego just says oh I took care of it so I'm not sure what they were dealing with or like what he wanted his dad to deal with Mm -hmm. but they start talking and um Roberta and her friends pass by and Diego's dad is his usual toxic self says like you have to deal with her you know basically like saying like bring her down a couple levels because she thinks she's you know I I think he just doesn't like how she treated him the last time Mm -hmm. and um and Diego's like don't worry I have her at my like she's like what did he say he says something in particular like um like he has her under control basically right and um and then his dad says like yeah but she's smarter than you and <laughs> i was Which like it's true <laughs> it is true and it's it makes him so mad though it makes diego so mad and he's like i'll show you i have her under control and and again it's him always trying to prove to his dad like mm-hmm. i am great like look at me i'm 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 a man and i'm this and i'm that but his dad you know always kind of brings down his ego like he always makes him feel like not worthy and stuff so he's mad but but it also shows how Bustamante 
understands Roberta is smart and mm-hmm. it's someone She's that a threat. yeah exactly she is a threat like she's someone that can't easily be manipulated she's not someone who's going to just kind of let things go she's someone he has to kind of keep his eye on and so um he says basically why don't you invite her to the house on the weekend to come eat with us which is weird because it's like <laughs> why but he basically puts that out there like let's think I, I think it's like him being like get your get to know your enemies you know mm-hmm. uh and so now we have this other plot of like okay now Diego's dad's getting involved and he wants he wants him to invite Roberta over so why what's gonna happen you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so I think that's it before we get right to the uh right to the end yeah I think that's uh where we go next is Gandia's getting a phone call from the lawyer the school's like legal person um basically telling him like look we're getting um as a colegio we're getting looked at for some kind of like prestige with these other colegios and uh right now we should just let Vico back in because um what's the name Madariaga uh-huh filed a complaint right and if if this gets to be known by that group they're not going to give us the recognition it's going to look bad on our record blah 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 blah. it'll just be easier if we reinstate the student and avoid this whole thing Mm -hmm. Um, which he doesn't want to do but he also again he he would rather preserve the the name of the colegio than do whatever um is going to get in that in the way of that so He's kind of like, oh, I get, I, I see what your point is. Um, so it kind of sounds like he's about to give in and and allow Vico back in is what it sounds like is going to happen. Yeah. And then, so, well, and actually this guy's actually in his office because he came to talk, because I think he had talked to him on the phone earlier and then he was there. And so he's, the last thing we see is like, Gandia's like, licenciado, déjeme uh, enseñarle. He's basically bragging about the school. You know, because mm-hmm. they're talking about how they're going to get this prestigious award or classification, whatever, whatever it is that this list is about, like prestigious schools. Um, and so he's walking in and the licenciado's not there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird because he's not there, but he's yeah. still talking to him like, oh, and this and this, like, and we have this and the kids are also well behaved. And right at that moment, as he's talking about it, how the kids are, everything's great in the school. Um, all the kids show up in the lobby and they're protesting. And they have yep. all their signs. And so it's kind of, even though at this moment, it seemed like he's going to let Vico back in because of this situation, um, the kids are protesting. So it might, they might think like they had something to do with. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> with, we did it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, we saved Vico. And so, yeah. So that's where the episode leaves off right at that end. So, yep. All right. That it wraps up episodes. What is this? 27 and 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lots of stuff happened this this yeah. week. Lots of interesting turns and events. Um, any any positives or any highlights that stand out for you? Um, I just want to. I guess I don't know. I'll I'll shout out Alma. Like we talked about earlier, like she's always tried to be a good mom. I don't. Again, I don't know what this problem is to mm-hmm. the whole extent, but you know, she's for for all her mistakes. Like Alma tries to be a good mom, and so I want to shout out how she. Um, you know, she, she keeps trying to be a good mom, even when Roberta tests her every time, but also how she was 
she cared about Lupita to try to talk mm-hmm. to her and show her that motherly support and you know just to hear her out so I did feel like it's important to call her out in this one yeah that's true I will shout out I don't agree with all the stuff that's happening with her and Selena but I will shout out Mia for actually going through with her protest for Rico and caring about her friend at times right yeah this is a time where she does care about her and uh and does want to like do something to to bring her back and also just feels like she was treated unfairly and Roberta again don't agree with all the other stuff she's doing right now but her helping Mia um and them kind of like setting aside their differences in the name of justice uh Mm -hmm. is is a nice um, highlight for this week yeah. What about your lowlights or just kind of like disappointments? <laughs> well, there's a lot, I think, because a lot of people have acted really crazy um, or, you know, just not not great. But um, um, I think the easy answer would be Selena, but I don't want to go there because I feel like Selena right now is going through a lot and mm-hmm. we don't ever get her side of things. It's just um, this character they're painting her out to be. Yeah. Um, but I do want to say, I think I want to call out that I'm just annoyed with, again, is uh, two people, Giovanni and Pilar. Because mm-hmm. Giovanni, Diego too is guilty to a certain extent, but Giovanni came up with this idea and about Vico and the whole letter thing. And so I, I'm annoyed that he is acting like, oh, like he's supporting this and doing everything when he's the one that did this. And also Pilar, because she was she had her hand in it, too. Mm-hmm. And she keeps stirring the pot by, you know, creating drama with Selena and Mia and just them two, you know, kind of creating drama mm-hmm. around people. So, I mean, there's a lot of villains, I would say, in this one, but yeah. or these, but or like a lot of unlikable moments for characters. But I feel like those two, I'm just tired of them, like in this case, willfully causing more chaos, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's very true. Um, you can always count on Bustamante and Gandia to bring the icky factor to mm-hmm. the show. So <laughs> they did it again in these episodes, uh, just like their words and their actions. And they're just always doing something to to disappoint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like at least the kids, you understand they're, they're still kids. They're still trying to figure it out. But these adults, you mm-hmm. know, have some serious like... Um, personality and and character flaws and yeah yeah one we didn't talk about i can't remember if it was in this episode or maybe it was in last week or you know from tuesday's episode we didn't really mention but um lupita's mom and tia got like a quick flashback and or or like what was happening over there while lupita was talking about her troubles with her mom and Uh her mom was just really unlikable again because she still feels like she's the victim and she resents Lupita for being gone and um, yeah so yeah I don't know if this was this episode but I'll bring her in and just say like she was another low light (laughs) yeah that's true yeah no I think it must have been it probably was during the time when they were talking about Lupita's home life because you know it's like we get a chance to see how she's still even though Lupita's uh, gone and everything like she's like you said she still feels like she's the victim mm-hmm. or you know and she doesn't even care about going to see Lupita or see how she's doing or anything you know yep. yeah so all, all right. right well that is 27 and 28 
join us next week. Make sure you follow us uh, to keep notified of future episodes. On Tuesday, we'll look at 29 and 30. And then on Thursday, we'll be back with uh, 31 and 32. Um, if you yeah. are with us, keep you know staying um, along with us. Make sure to watch those episodes to prepare. Um, and if not, you know, have a chance to... Um, you, you have a chance to join us when you do catch up, but would love to hear from you guys, what you think of our, our comments, our recaps, uh, just things we missed questions you have, make sure to leave us a comment. Um, and you can find us online. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok um, at Rebelde Rewatch. Uh, so that you can leave your comments there or let us know just if you know, if you missed something or if, um, you know, just what, what you think so far. And we hope you're enjoying it, though. So, you know, we enjoy making these episodes, but we also uh, hope you are enjoying it, too. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.